Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, November 1st. West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin just threw a major roadblock in the path of Joe Biden's domestic agenda. As Joe Biden headed overseas to the G20 meeting and the COP26 UN Climate Change Forum, you may recall he wanted to go with bills already passed through Congress that had the bulk of his domestic priorities in them. And that didn't happen. But as he did leave for Europe, he was on the cusp of victory. Biden was describing it as within inches of getting these bills done. And yet today, Joe Manchin, once again at the center of the storm, the West Virginia moderate Democrat, came to the cameras inside the Capitol today to clarify his position on where he stands. And it's pretty clear that Joe Manchin is none too pleased with the way this process has been unfolding. And it seems he's reached his limit of playing nicely. He wanted to make crystal clear today that he is calling on the progressives in the House to stop holding the infrastructure bill hostage in order to get his support for the Build Back Better agenda. Simply put, I will not support a bill that is this consequential without thoroughly understanding the impact that it'll have on our national debt, our economy, and most importantly, all of our American people. Every elected representative needs to know what they are voting for and the impact it has, not only on their constituents, but the entire country. That is why we must allow time for complete transparency and analysis on the impact of changes to our tax code and energy and climate policies to ensure that our country is well positioned to remain the superpower of the world. Now, we have to remember the totality of the context here. We have had reporting, right, from my Hill colleagues, Manu Raju and others, that Joe Manchin is on board with a top-line number on that Build Back Better plan of $1.75 trillion. There seemed to be consensus building from Democrats on the left all the way to Manchin and Cinema on the right inside their caucus around that framework that the president unveiled last week. But here are a couple things that we've learned. One, some progressives were so disappointed that one of their key priorities, trying to lower the cost of prescription drugs, wasn't included in the framework, that they were still working to get that in. And in fact, apparently, Speaker Nancy Pelosi met with Kirsten Cinema, the moderate senator from Arizona, to figure out exactly what Cinema would be willing to agree to in that space. At the same time, Bernie Sanders was on CNN yesterday with my colleague Dana Bash and said that the House should not move forward with the votes on these bills, and you know that the House progressives have paired them up, unless Manchin and Cinema have made crystal clear where they stand that they are on board supporting that Build Back Better plan, otherwise known as reconciliation. Those two developments there seem to suggest, or at least perhaps how Joe Manchin read those developments, that... The progressives were still trying to negotiate, after which there was a framework that was sort of building consensus, and he wanted to put an end to that. So he came out today, and he excoriated the progressives for not moving forward on the infrastructure bill simply because the Build Back Better piece is not yet done, finalized, and ready for votes. Well, I've worked hard to find a path to compromise. It's obvious compromise is not good enough for a lot of my colleagues in Congress. It's all or nothing. 
and their position doesn't seem to change unless we agree to everything. Enough is enough. It's time our elected leaders in Washington, all of us, stop playing games with the needs of the American people and holding a critical infrastructure bill hostage. Just a short time after Manchin spoke, the House Progressive Caucus Chair, Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal, appeared on CNN, and this was her reaction. I think that we are ready, um, pending some final negotiations on things we care very much about. And once we have those, we will be happy to vote both those bills, both the infrastructure bill and the Build Back Better bill through the House. And I'm hoping that can happen as soon as tomorrow or the next day. The president came to the caucus and said he uh, assured us that he would get 51 votes in the Senate for this deal that he has been negotiating with Senator Manchin and Senator Sinema. We are going to trust him. We are going to do our work in the House and uh, let the Senate do its work. Now, this certainly doesn't sound like a done deal to me, and I'm sure it doesn't to you. Just yesterday, when President Biden was still in Rome before he got to Scotland, he was asked about the state of play. And you heard a president who was pretty optimistic that this week would end with his agenda passing through Congress. Listen. I believe we will pass my Build Back Better plan, and I believe we will pass uh, the infrastructure bill. Combined, they have $900 billion in climate resistance and dealing with uh, climate and resilience, and uh, it's the largest investment in the history of the world that's ever occurred, and it's going to pass, in my view. But we'll see. That seems to be a pipe dream now, because what Joe Manchin did, if he didn't actually blow up the Biden agenda, he significantly slowed it down. Because now he has said he wants time to go through painstakingly the text around that reconciliation bill. And not only that, but he said he wants to understand in its entirety what the economic impact will be on inflation, on the nation's debt. I mean, he's highlighting some areas of significant concern about the economy that Republicans are running on, trying to say that Joe Biden's economy is one that doesn't deserve rewards from the voters because inflation is up and because he's adding to the debt, even though the Democrats have promised these bills are paid for. So Manchin is not only saying, hey, slow down. He's saying, slow down. We need to understand the economic impact on these things that Republicans are citing every day as to the reasons that Americans should start turning away from Joe Biden and his administration. And on top of all this, a couple of new polls that show Joe Biden's approval rating still down in the low to mid 40s and even a plurality of Democratic and Democratic leaning independents in a new Maris poll would prefer someone else on the top of the Democratic ticket in 2024 than Joe Biden. That's got to hurt. It's hard to find a shred of good news for Joe Biden these days. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash briefing. netsuite.com slash briefing.